Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello. Season four. Woo! <laughs> um, here we go. I can't believe it. And this season, I know I say this every season, but this seems to have something very exciting, energetically coming. And I've got some freaking amazing guests lined up for uh, this this one. So uh, can't wait, cannot wait. Now, as you know, I have taken some time off, which is the Hannah version of time off, which isn't time off at all. <laughs> it's just a reduced um, requirement on my time. And something that those of you that have listened to the podcast for a long time will know is something I really struggle with. I do not enjoy the space that is created. I am here to work. 
And I remember my mum once saying to me something about manifesting winning the lottery. And I just said, I do not want to win the lottery. I want to work and earn the money. I'm such an atypical Capricorn. And I still feel like that. So I have had time off because I haven't been recording this podcast. But of course, I've been working on the Mediumship Matters School, which is absolutely bloody amazing. I am so proud of the space that we have created with just the most wonderful students and this incredible space. But within that, there are lessons that I am learning and boundaries being pushed and things happening. So it's it's always it's always a journey. Never stops being one. And um even within that there's huge amounts I've been yeah I've been teaching for a long time but even with setting up this platform and this school there are lessons and that is I think the the journey isn't it every time you open up to a new frequency of energy you are manipulated and I don't mean manipulated in a toxic um you know, relationship kind of way. I mean, your energy manipulated, the lessons that you need to learn, the experiences that you need to have to be able to do it. And that just happens every time. So you start off and you say, I'm going to join a circle or I'm going to go to that group or I'm going to do this meditation. Instantly, your energy is preparing itself for what's ahead. Your energy is psychically working for what's ahead always. It's not just the psychic, you know, when you're trying to work out what's in your future or what's going on with somebody. It's not just that version of psychic that you have to work with. It is also your energy in the unconscious part of of you that is preparing, that is getting ready for work, that knows what's ahead. Um, Because, of course, to your energy, there is no time and space. So it is moving into, you know, this is the crazy thing. Your energy could well be preparing for something that's 20 years away, that you have no idea is coming. And yet... Today, your energy is preparing for it and it is preparing you for it. And of course, within energy is our emotions, our experiences, the things that we're holding on to that we need to let go of, the things that we need to allow to rise. And of course, the learnings, the expansion that comes from learnings, from experiences, from all of that and so it's such an interesting space to be in so you start off for example like I was saying joining a circle or doing a meditation your energy responds to that intention it's not just the turning up at the circle it's the week before the circle that your energy is being prepared for the circle that you said you were going to do it's uh, when you start reading for other people, the energy starts to build. And I don't mean that the spirit is stood with you for a week before you're going to work. I mean that your energy is getting prepared for the work ahead. And every time, every time you ask the universe for whatever it is you're asking for, your energy again starts to respond instantly, if not even before you really ask for it. And so we're constantly going through this transformative energy. Energy is never static. It is never still. There might be things I always imagine uh, 
energy that needs to leave that is old and stagnant is very still and like a weight but it's like a weight in a vortex the vortex moves round it so it would be better without it there but the energy still moves your energy is always shifting and changing and ebbing and flowing and opening and expanding and retracting because that is what it's supposed to do that is that is energy so of course I'm always asking because of my personality I'm always asking for more and I know that I'm the thief of my own joy in the asking for more that I do I know that it would do me good to sit and reflect on everything I've achieved and how far I've come and indeed I try but I'm always pushing into the next, the newness, the more. Um, and I know that in a lot of the spiritual teachings that are out there, that is frowned upon. Um, and I'm not going to say it's the healthiest, but I also know it's got me to where I am. And I think a lot of spiritual development is actually just allowing the desire that rises in you without judgment what if my soul did come here for this um, experience to be always on the go always pushing into the newness because my soul knew that that's how real change would happen and me fighting it is actually slowing down the process um, and maybe yeah maybe I'm just using that as an excuse <laughs> because it's how I like to be <laughs> <laughs> so you know I'm sure that some people are listening to this and shaking their heads and just saying oh this is so unhealthy and then other people like me are listening and going yes yes I just want to be have permission to keep going and keep pushing forward and of course with all things there is that balance there's the sweet spot and the sweet spot is different for everybody you can't make me be in your sweet spot just as I can't make you be in mine so I have been trying to take a little bit of time off um, and that has allowed creative juices to flow and some fine tuning of different things and reflection on what it is that I really want and where I really want to be. And as I finished the end of season three, I was feeling pretty, pretty damaged um, with it's always a journey isn't it you know uh, as you know I've been I've written a book and I've been trying to get that book published and I was incredibly let down um, by a publisher who said that they wanted to publish and then um asked if I could they were a publisher who were overseas asked if I could meet them and I but said that they couldn't meet me for three months and I very naively fell for it <laughs> and um, waited three months to meet them might have been four even and then when I rocked up they didn't really know who I was and they'd forgotten all the information out of the book and they acted like I was a bit weird and it was absolutely crushing to me and brought up a lot of stuff about whether I really want to do this and I am 
I know that I'm feisty and fiery and ranty and those of you that listen to the podcast will know this but I am also incredibly vulnerable and soft and squishy and feel all of the feelings incredibly deeply and I know that that's part of my gifts but I also know that sometimes I step out into the world with this sort of exuberant naivety and the world is is not their place for exuberant naivety and so I understand that I needed those lessons I understand that I publishing is a very difficult environment and that I need to be stronger and tougher if that's the path that I choose to follow and of course with all things spiritual I am not allowed the comfort of this is my path because I know that we choose and make our own paths so spirit is saying if you want to do a book these are the lessons you need to learn and I'm endeavoring to learn them so I've had a couple of book publishing offers but they are just shite. <laughs> so I'm going down the self-publishing route at the moment. And uh, I feel a little bit sulky about that, if I'm completely honest. But I also feel like it might be exactly the right thing for me because part of the problem is, and I didn't really register this, but part of the problem is that my approach to mediumship is unique and when you are unique and different and you've got publishers publishing books who don't who aren't mediums they don't understand how mediumship works when you're trying to sell a story that is completely different to the status quo they they the people in suits don't understand it and so i'm having to swallow my ego and my pride and also my sadness about the the age-old theme of not wanting to do it on my own and understand that I'm going to have to do it on my own. <laughs> and that's the path at this time. And it might open out, and you never know, in six months' time, I might be going to you, guys, can you believe I was bleating about self-publishing to you back in September, but... As it stands right now, I am bleating to you about that. And um, that's how it's going to go. I really just wanted somebody else to do it for me. Um, in everything with my journey so far, it has been me creating the space. And that can be exhausting. I would like to have passed it over to somebody else and said, you do it. But I don't think that's how it's going to go for me other people you know have um oh not editors what are they called for podcasts producers I don't have a producer for my podcast other people have um social media people I don't have social media people I do it all myself although I have now got the absolute wonderful Aaron who is helping me with my messages and inquiries hallelujah but it is just that that funny funny thing of always having to be the one in charge always having to be the decision maker and always having to learn I would have loved to have lent on somebody else's experience and for them to have taught me 
publishing not taught me but just done it for me um, but it turns out that I'm going to have to be the one to learn <laughs> so I was sulking about that and I'm still sulking a little bit before I went on my break but I've definitely reconciled that within myself and I'm moving into new projects and new areas and you know the newness I love expanding and creating and all of that kind of thing so that's that I've been working through that and the other thing that's really come up for me over this break that was edging in just before is my health and the connection of my physical self to my spiritual self. And I think to a certain extent, I have spent the first 14 years of my spiritual development ignoring my physical self and finally spirit have managed to get me to pay attention to my physical body and that's been quite an interesting journey for me I I don't mean that you know you need to eat more vegetables although I guess I do to a certain extent but I also mean my weight and uh, the things that I'm putting into my body and the exercise that I'm getting. So I have noticed that I can feel when I'm in alignment. I can feel it. I can feel when my energy feels good, when it feels like everything's where it should be, where I am where I'm moving in the right energy. I just it feels like everything's snapped into the place that it's supposed to be. And when that happens, I feel better. I feel more inspired. I get more um, ideas and inspiration from spirit. I don't doubt my ability to hear spirit as much. But I also make better choices that support and continue to support this well-being feeling. And over lockdown, I really did manage to focus on that because there wasn't all of the outside world to worry about and and the requirements on my time and my energy. There was just me, my little family unit. Yes, the crushing, debilitating fear of the media and everything that they did to us. But apart from that, it was a very cocooning, wonderful space to be in. And I could really focus on me and what I needed because there wasn't so many demands on my time. And recently I have moved back into that space, that energy that has a particular feeling for me of alignment. And the number one thing that started this was giving up alcohol. I know, if you're a Brit, you're probably recoiling in fear. Go smudge yourself. I'm so sorry that I said that. It's horrendous, isn't it? But I have. Um, I have developed an alcohol intolerance and I believe this to be an energetic intolerance to the energy of alcohol. It all started when I did my angelic Reiki qualification and after the angelic Reiki attunements I was different and I found that I got drunk more easily 
But the problem with me when I've had a few is that I don't stop when I should. And then I started to get these horrendous hangovers that would last days. And being who I am, alcohol is such a big part of my culture, how I have a good time, how I unwind, um, everything like that, that I just basically ignored it. I kept looking for a fix. And I went out for dinner with some friends on the 31st of May. And I drank a fair amount, but also not a ridiculous amount. I think I had two pints of lager and half a bottle of red wine with uh, two litres of sparkling water that I drank to myself and a burrito, (laughs) just in case you were wondering. And um, then lost three days because my vibration was so low that I couldn't work and I had to rearrange appointments and things. And I felt a real sense of shame in that. I felt a sense that I'd let my clients down. I felt a sense of shame that I'd let myself down, that I'd let the spirit world down. We now talk, don't we, about anxiety, that feeling of negativity that comes from drinking. I think the vibration of alcohol is lower. And so what you are doing is you are putting in a lower vibration energy into your system and it's impacting you. Now, that might not be the case for everybody, because as we know, everybody's energy is different. But I can only talk about myself in that, in the sense that it was beginning to feel like every time I drank, I had mental health issues. And still I carried on. And I just finally decided that I would see how long I could do. And in the way that the universe responds, I then met an incredible manifester who has also given up alcohol because they are feeling the impacts of it on their vibration. And I just honestly and honestly, honesty, haven't looked back. Now, if you're listening to this and you think I'm preaching, I absolutely am not. All I am saying is my truth in this moment. Now, next time I record a podcast, I might have had a glass of red wine because I'm not putting myself on any limitations about any of it because I know that I am contrary. And as soon as I think that I've stopped something, I will start it again just to prove that I can. Um, And I'm aware of that in my personality. But I have to say to you in honesty That has made a massive, massive difference in how I'm feeling, my energy and therefore my connection and the feeling, the presence of spirit with me. So something to think about, not saying you have to, not preaching, you do you. Um, And I'm still, thank God, thank God for the movement forward in alcohol-free lager. Brewdog, lucky saint, I salute you. Thank you, guys. It actually tastes like the real stuff. (laughs) Um, I've tried some others, which, you know, you know you're drinking an alcohol-free lager, but those two in particular, go team go. Still looking for a red wine. And Amanda's got me into the Kylie non-alcohol rosé, which is chef's kiss. Delicious. So it's not that I don't want to celebrate and enjoy myself. It's just that I am aware that for me personally, that is having a massive impact within that as well has been my return to some gentle jogs and 
the way that that makes me feel afterwards. And I, I'm resisting this podcast terribly because I don't want to be telling you guys that you have to live your lives differently. And I'm really not. But I also have to, to say that for me, going on a gentle jog for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it's more of a sort of run recover because of the kind of person that I am I I go a bit faster than I should get really out of breath have to walk wheezing for a bit and then can go again but the way that that makes me feel after I've done it is not to be underestimated and the other thing for me is going back on Weight Watchers and I don't want to be super skinny but I'm aware that when I was 10 and a half stone a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I felt really good about myself and really happy. And it made me feel happy to be seen. I don't know if you can hear my tummy rumbling, but that is just divine timing if ever I heard it. <laughs> Um, ten and a half stone for someone who's five foot five is not super skinny but I felt better at that weight um, especially being on a stage and being in in people's eyes and so for me for the way that I feel not because I'm judging anybody or saying that anybody needs to be anything other than what they are I'm having to move back into that space where I'm having to be mindful of those kind of things and it's quite incredible to me the difference that those choices are making to how I feel and the amount of energy that I have. And I think that I have lived a large proportion of the last six months. Now, to be fair, I think I've got long COVID, so I've had a lot of stuff going on with that, but very couch potato-y, very lying around, very lacklustre, not feeling like I had enough energy to complete stuff. Um, and doing those three things has really shifted me, made me feel hopeful. And in the hope comes the inspiration. In the inspiration is the expansion and the movement where forward where I want to be. And undoubtedly over lockdown doing, I mean, I was drinking over lockdown to be fair and bloody loved it too. But um, doing the exercise that I did and having the weight loss that I did over lockdown really did change my energy and therefore really changed my reach. Um, I managed to reach a lot more people. I know there were more people off and watching social media, but there was just something about that time and that energy and moving into it, a willingness to try, a willingness to put myself out there, um, a willingness to do the work. I think even though I've got this podcast, 
I, you know, I don't go live on Facebook anymore. I've pulled myself back into comfort. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. But now it's time to step back out again and see how that feels. So I'm playing around with that at the moment and seeing how that impacts things and changes things. I've managed to do a wedding sober, so I feel like that's, and a holiday. Um, I feel like I'm achieving great things. The worst thing actually has been going out for a lovely dinner with my husband and looking at the lovely cold glasses of white wine on the other tables and thinking what I wouldn't give for a Sauvignon Blanc right now. But apart from that, it's not been too bad. My husband is loving having a designated driver. So I wanted to talk to you about that because I've always bought into the story that I told myself because it was convenient, in honesty, that spirit are there for me regardless of my physical state. And I believe that they are. They're there. They're always with us. They're omnipresent. They don't go anywhere. But my ability to communicate with them and feel their presence with me and have that inspiration and that guidance and that just feeling that I'm moving in the right direction, that light that is a carrot that is dangling that I can feel myself moving towards, which is everything to me. Um, I can feel it so much more strongly. I know a lot of mediums because mediumship if you are one of those touring mediums that goes on long tours that I would love to be when my children have grown up and left home that is a massively challenging thing because you're away from home for ages you're on the road and I know mediums that have have worked in that energy and they say I don't need to be well I I can you know I can just follow this path and I guess I kind of believed that too and was buying into that too and I'm I'm not saying that it's the same for everybody because who am I to say that but I understand being in service to spirit I do but what about being in service to your own spirit your own self your own physical vessel that your soul chose are you in service to that and in honesty I can say For most of my adult life, I have not been making choices that have been in service to my physical self at all. Now, I may well be on Weight Watchers and I may well not be drinking, but I am not going to be this. I'm not going to abstain from all joyous things in life because equally, I feel that life is too short. If there was one message that I feel overridingly I get from spirit, it is eat the chocolate cake. (laughs) Um, It is, you know, you could be gone tomorrow. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. But equally, if you're not gone tomorrow, are you going to feel good about the choices you made today? And so that's kind of the space that I'm in. And it'll be interesting to see how differently things unfold as a result of that also I'm making some very serious uh, requests of spirit and the universe for my future work and life and I guess that I have to get myself ready ready to do the things that I have asked to be able to do So there we go. That's bubbling away underneath the surface. And the other thing that I really wanted to talk to you about today is 
reflecting on death, but not the final death that we have when we move out of this physical body, not the final death for your physical self, but all of the tiny little deaths that we've had along the way that we don't really think about or recognise. And I want you to just take a moment to think about the person that you were 20 years ago. And if you were to now come into contact with yourself from 20 years ago and sit down in a bar with a non-alcoholic lager, would you have anything in common with them? Would you be able to understand them? Would would they be able to recognize themselves in you? And it's something that spirit keep asking me to think about is the difference, the difference, the growth in me um, in 20 years ago, in 10 years ago, in five years ago and a year ago. And it really is quite amazing to reflect on how very, very different I am. And even within all of this frustration I've had about you know, a good 10 months, might even be longer, 12 months, trying to get my book out there and all of that, I can recognise that I am not the same person that wrote that book. She's gone. I'm different now. And it really is kind of amazing to sit with and understand the shifting, changing. You know how at the beginning of this podcast I was saying that energy is always moving, it's always shifting, it's always changing. It really, really is. And when you're in it, the change doesn't feel that big, does it? It doesn't feel that profound. It doesn't feel like much is happening. But when you look back and you reflect, it's quite incredible and it's the same if you're working on your mediumship it's so easy as we progress and don't get me wrong I'm guilty of this I'm the guiltiest person that ever walked the face of the planet for this but as we say oh, I wish I could do x y or z and then we learn to do it we're so busy thinking well now I can do that I would like to be able to do a b and c that we've forgotten to take a moment to go bloody hell you know bloody hell the the girl the woman i don't know i don't know i don't like girl but woman just sounds weird to me the person who started this podcast is not the same person that talks to you through the through your speaker now i am not the same person and it's not just that my mediumship has changed and evolved but it has but it's also that I have and life has given me lessons but also I feel I have attracted lessons to me for my outcomes it's always that thing isn't it with when we're asking for stuff from the universe you have to get yourself into the energetic but also 
not just the receiving mode, but also the right frequency to be able to receive what you want. And because we live in physical bodies, in a physical world, you also need to have the knowledge, the understanding to be able to do some of the things that you want to do. If you said to, if you were really aligned in law of attraction and you said, right, I want to be a racing car driver tomorrow, when you drive in that car, you're not going to come first in the race. You might not even be able to drive the car properly because it's different to your car. You need to go through the process of learning to trust your response times, learning how the vehicle works, learning how to read what other drivers are going to do, to read the track, to experience all of the different parts of it to be able to get into that space. You can't just become a number one world-renowned racing car driver overnight. And yet with mediumship, certainly there seems to be that expectation I saw an interview with Ed Sheeran once um, and it, I loved it because he was talking about people saying to him, oh, you're so lucky that you can play the guitar and sing like this. And he just finds it absolutely inflammatory. Um, I'm not lucky. I worked my ass off for this. I practiced every day, every single day to get to this standard. And that's the same with me and my mediumship. It doesn't feel like a gift to me. And I find it kind of patronising when people say, oh, you've got a gift. Because, yes, it is a gift. It is a gift in the sense that it is available to... Ev to it, sorry, put my teeth back in. It is a gift in the sense that it's a wondrous thing. It's an amazing thing. But it's not a gift in the sense that it's available to everyone. And actually, to get to the standard in my mediumship I have, I've had to work incredibly hard. I've practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced some more. And so it's available to everyone who's willing to put the same amount of effort in and the same amount of reflection in and being open to answers that sometimes make you squeak a little bit because they're painful when you realise that it's been you getting in the way the whole time and wasn't spirit at all <laughs> and things like that. But you have to go through that process and you have to have that willingness to be in that space. And in that is the growth and the change and the, the movement. So it's September. September is always my back to school New Year vibes. I love it. I love January the 1st too, but I just love September. We're heading to my favourite time of year. It's just got that feeling of, right, let's, we've got this last latter part of the year. What can we get done? And what preparatory work can we do for 2024? So it's got all of that kind of energy there for it it feels amazing and exciting and so if you are wanting to develop your mediumship for example then it's about you putting in that effort and that practice and working into that space and being willing to practice again and again and again and again be Ed Sheeran develop calluses on your fingers from playing your guitar and then develop thicker ones it doesn't just come easy. 
I was listening to, um, I'm still listening to Dolores Cannon, and I'm listening to uh, Jesus and the Essenes at the moment. And the guy that she's talking to, he is saying that there is a point in time, I just find it really fascinating. See, again, the link of the physical to the spiritual. He says that as far as the Essenes are concerned, there is an age around the age of 13 that is the age where you need to have started flexing your psychic muscles or you're going to, well, he says, I think it's going to be lost or something like that. You have to have done it before then. Now, obviously, we know that it's not lost. We know we can go back to it, but that does make it harder, doesn't it? And so it's so fascinating to me, this thing that is natural but it's also very challenging. This thing that is available to all of us, yet we have to work so damn hard to have it. Yeah, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. But we chose this. Our souls chose this time, this place, this journey, this life, these experiences, that childhood. So we knew we were going to be cut off from it. So there's also that little bit of me that thinks our souls crave the experience of finding our way back to wholeness. That our souls are like, right, we're going to go into this physical body. We're going to give Hannah a problem with alcohol and an incredible sweet tooth. <laughs> a sweet tooth that is never satiated, <laughs> that just wants Nutella. And we're going to put my soul right in that because that'll be fun. And then we're going to watch her struggle with it for 40 years of her life um, until she finally starts to listen to herself. And then she can have the joy of that unfolding or not. The joy of the choice that maybe there's multiple dimensions where there's Hannah who loves celery <laughs> because she never went down the Nutella route to begin with. And maybe there are other versions where I don't have this battle that I stick with it. I don't know. It's so fascinating, isn't it? And what is my soul learning in those spaces? Is any of this making any sense? I had such a draw to start recording and just go for it and start season four in my usual manner of just having a rough idea of what I wanted to talk to you about, which is the physical self, the impact of physical self on mediumship. And now I've just gone down all these crazy little rabbit holes as always, where we always find ourselves residing, eh? I guess what I'm trying to say, if I was ever going to try to be succinct, 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 which clearly I'm not. <laughs> if there's ever evidence that I'm not, I think <laughs> that that sentence might have just covered it. But if I was trying to boil it down... <laughs> It would be that we mustn't underestimate the mind-body-spirit connection. And I think there's a lot of focus on mind now. And that's fantastic. I wish there had been more focus on mental health. When I was younger, I probably wouldn't have struggled in all the ways that I did. But we need to understand the holistic nature of all of it and how it loops and how it all works together. And so 
although it's very frustrating when you've got depression and someone says to you, you just need to go out for a walk <laughs> when you do finally go out on a walk you realize you do feel better I think it's all of that stuff we need to be looking at everything that we put into our bodies how we're treating our bodies moving our bodies because that will improve our connection with our spirits then we need to be looking at making sure that we have got clarity in our minds and we're thinking positively and you know minds are so habituated and love to run a program of negativity so reprogramming yourself and doing all of that and as we're having this move with social media and tv oh god that's the other thing i'm trying to watch less tv i did not watch tv for a week um because again it's that kind of just making yourself sit and be still and disconnect but not disconnect and no space for yourself to speak to you it's all connected and we know that I know that we know that this isn't new news but it's also the knowing that there's knowing that she says pointing at her head and there's the knowing that she says pointing at her heart <laughs> so play around with that a little bit if you are feeling disconnected from spirit or disconnected from your alignment why not try focusing on your physical self for a bit and see if that is just that missing piece of the puzzle that you kind of knew on some level but you hadn't acknowledged to be a real truth in your reality until you did it because that's where I'm at and fiddling around with that what if the thing that gives us the strongest connection to spirit is actually taking care of our physical vessels it would make sense wouldn't it and I don't mean just becoming a quinoa eating tap uh, spring water drinking um, proverb speaking caricature of a human being but I do mean playing around with what works for you and finding finding the balance within all things and it'll be interesting to see as I start doing readings again how much that space helps me and supports me. I wonder, wouldn't it be lovely? Wouldn't it be lovely to just be in a really good space with it all and not exhausted by it all and feeling really positive and hopeful and able and strong? Because there are things that you need to be a medium undoubtedly undoubtedly so I hope this has been a good first episode back I'm sorry that it's been I've got obviously got to get back in gear with it all again <laughs> maybe it's just how it is um, but please send me now your comments on this podcast because I like to know but also your questions we're ready for more questions and I just cannot wait to hear from you all and hear where you're at and see what you want to know and uh, I'm going to go eat something before my poor tummy eats itself have a lovely day 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.